0: Gentlemen, and welcome to Asia Town Voice. Asia Town Voice is an hour-long nonprofit program on WJCU's 88.7 FM radio. We're on here every Sunday from 7 to 8 p.m. Please tune in to learn about the Asian American and Pacific Islander Americans' culture, community, education, and events going on in Northeast Ohio. Asia Town Voice is volunteer-based, and you, the listener. Should give your support to WJCU so we can continue to provide many voices with many choices to you And my name is Yin Tang and my host name is Bossy Lady <laughs> And with us today is DJ Alexicon whoop, whoop. And uh, hovering around somewhere is the ghost host Johnny Woo I see Unf- him, I see him Unfortunately he <laughs> does not
1: have a mic tonight <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we are here at the Indie Film Fest 2014, and, and our the Indie s- Gathering. Oh, the Indie Gathering! I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, we are here at the Indie Gathering of 2014, and our special guest today is Sanj.
2: Hey, how you doing, Sanj Serati.
0: He was uh, serenading us earlier, so perhaps. Yes. <clears throat> Excuse
2: me. Mama mia, <laughs> here I go again. My my, how can I resist you? <laughs>
0: Oh, come on, DJ oh, come Lexicon. On. Oh, I froze, <laughs> oh, I kinda froze. I kind of looked at you. The you
1: love in... boat.
0: <laughs> Waterloo,
2: Waterloo, there's nothing you can do.
1: <laughs> I'm all out of love. I'm so lost with the...
0: <laughs> Well, thank you, gentlemen, for, <laughs> for sharing with us some of this fun. And also with us today is John.
3: Hi, and I'll spare you for my dulcet
0: time. Oh, I thought we oh, were going to have a live mix tonight. Yeah. I know. You start a new
3: voice yes. here
0: tonight, right? I'll be your manager. So. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> now, I'm going to start with Sanj. He is a director, producer, and you said dung sweeper as well, right?
2: Yes. Ah, yes. and you
0: work with John on a lot of films.
2: Yeah. Three yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. Three years. Uh, we basically got started on a, well, it's the way everything starts with beer. <laughs> and, oh, all right. Yeah, Brew. You know, essentially what happened was John and I had a love of uh, B-horror films. And what happened was we were actually sitting around brewing beer at John's house. Hmm. And oh, did you
0: bring us any? Well, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, you should have seen John's reaction to that. <laughs> you know,
2: this filmmaking thing's gotten in the way of his beer brewing.
3: Yes. I, I, I am a home brewer. Nice. Yeah, right.
1: Micro Microbrewer, right? That's the correct
3: term? Nanobrewer. P- Nanobrewer. Pico brewer. There you go, pico. Pico brewer. <laughs> Pity bitty, <laughs> bitty brewer.
0: <laughs> but I'm sorry. I didn't mean to really yeah, yeah, interrupt.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, you know, what happened was uh, we were sitting around, I think it was July about three years ago, and we were brewing beer. And what happened was, so, you know, we, I think we started talking about zombies. Yes. And John and I have like this really, really sad predilection with zombies, I guess, or whatever you want to call it. Can we call it the zombieer discussion? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No. There There we go. Yeah, so so what happened was we were like sitting there and then I I turned around to John and I said, you know, wouldn't it be really funny if you saw a bunch of zombies like brewing beer and then (laughs) groaning grains, grains and we just sort of looked at each other and said, you know, that, that might actually be kind of silly. And then uh, there was other people at the party, and they said, you know, that is actually kind of stupid. And we were like, well, that's cool. And then, <laughs> and then we started thinking about it, and we said, you know, we could film that. And then someone said, you should film that. <laughs> and, well, that's what happened.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> and you let this guy talk you into it.
2: I did. <laughs> <laughs> you sound so happy
0: <laughs> Well I mean is this film anywhere online That we can um, see
2: Well what, literally what it Actually it is It's on <laughs> YouTube uh, If you look for the Four Zombies channel And these are incredibly rough <laughs> That's all I can say <laughs> what, what it turned into was We decided to make A video called Brewing for Zombies Which was zombies Teaching you how to brew beer <laughs>
3: And we do take you through the process of brewing beer. Okay. All-grain beer.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> no, no brains at all.
3: No brains involved.
0: Oh, wow. Oh. Oh. Uh,
3: we do have a heart involved later for Brewing yeah. for Zombies. But in Brewing for Zombies, we did go through the process of brewing beer. So if you watch the film, we actually, too, uh, show the process for all-grain brewing.
1: That, is, that yeah. is amazing. And
2: then at the same time, we decided, well, see, John likes to brew and I like to cook. Mm-hmm. So, and I like to, yeah, and specifically grilling. And then we were like, well, if John gets to brew, then I get to grill. <laughs> so what we did is we had on one side of the patio, because we shot it in John, at John's place, one side of the patio, we had all the brewing equipment set up. The other side of the patio, we had all the grilling equipment set up. And so then at the same time, I was teaching how to, I basically taught people how to how to grill a beef heart.
0: A beef heart. Well, you said it was a human heart. <laughs> well. <laughs> I mean, these are zombies, right? So it's
2: very You're educational. Know, there's laws against this. Oh, uh,
0: really? I, oh, I don't know. I mean, I thought as long as you knew it wasn't.
2: Well, but, you know. I don't uh, know. I don't know. No. We, we, you know, I went to the butcher. I got a full-blown
3: full, full blown beef heart. And, okay. You know, it was the, a yeah, beef heart. And it was tasty. As far as we're concerned, <laughs> it was a beef heart. <laughs> Let me get that clear.
2: Yes. John, it was a beef heart.
1: <laughs> so now we're revealing secrets of the filmmaking world. How did
3: you
2: season it? <laughs> uh, actually, with olive oil, balsamic vinegar, Ooh. salt, pepper, and rosemary. Classic,
1: mm, getting fancy Oh, here. and garlic. <laughs> garlic. Hey,
2: there How you would, go. You garlic. Garlic? Everything goes good with garlic. Because
0: you don't want the vampires, you know, stealing your food. Yes. No. Yeah, yes. Absolutely no, no, not. No, no, no. <laughs> so what kind of films are you making nowadays?
2: Well we actually at this at this film fa- at the indie gathering we have a film called Zombie Casserole mm-hmm. and what that's about is it's 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 a, it's basically what happened is we saw this world where the zombie apocalypse happened and it was sort of a non event and what happened is the zombies are kind of more a danger to themselves than other people and they start wanting to get into the civil rights they want to get the right to vote and then you have uh and then what happens is the story take what we did is we took the story of um guess who's coming to dinner oh and we said well what if we did that with zombies and so the idea is is that we have uh uh a guy named wally and he's hosting a dinner at his house and He's an anti-zombie bigot. I mean, he calls them things <laughs> like rotters and franken failures. Uh, we, can't and re- we can't have that. We
1: can't have that. Yeah, I know. Civil well,
0: for zombies, man. Yes. yes. <laughs>
2: and, you know, these, g- these guys go door to door. They're looking to vote. You know, they want the right to vote. They want all this stuff. And he just absolutely hates them. And what happens is his sister, her husband... Has been in an accident, and she's just kind of not bothered to mention that he passed away and reanimated. Oh. And so she shows up at dinner with the rest of the family, and
3: she's and, got a and zombie. And hilarity until. ensues. Yes. Uh
0: oh. <laughs> <laughs> is this also on your YouTube channel? Or your? No. I'm sorry, is this also online?
3: We have the trailer on our YouTube channel, okay. but we we've kept the uh, film itself offline. Okay. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's right, because this is a, your most recent work. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. We,
2: ha- we have another, another film we're working on now. I don't, I don't know if you're familiar with H.P. Lovecraft. A little um, bit. Yeah. I think
1: there's a PC game based in that. It, really? Yeah, I think huh. so.
2: It's Cthulhu and the Elder Gods. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, A Cabin in the Woods. That was classic oh, all right. That was classic H.P. Uh, Lovecraft based. Um, the idea- we have a film. Where this is in post-production right now. It's called Spammer and the idea is is it's about uh we we took the idea of you have like an international fishing concern that's based at this point out of India because we found these fa- this fabulous indian comedian spammer um, our, yeah. yeah it's uh, his name was mahesh katagi and he's uh he's uh he's basically running all these people looking for uh what he you know look, looking to make money off the internet you know sending out emails and text messages and stuff to people and what happens is he sends a text message to a dark wizard oh. and oh. the dark wizard is in basically the idea is the dark wizard is he is the deepest deepest darkest he he, he wants nothing more than the destruction of humanity on the planet but he's not very good at it and the idea is... is uh, Think of him like a, uh, yes. a a
3: wannabe John McCain.
2: Yes, <laughs> something something like that, but he's not very good or at Vader it. Or Vader Zim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, they, they end up going through this whole demonic summoning thing. He pulls mm. the guy into this thing. They have this whole conversation that's completely wrong. And he gets banished off into the netherworld and Ooh.
3: strange things happen. And this is the first time we've used both... Uh, practical special effects in conjunction with digital special effects. Mm.
0: Interesting. So, with these storylines, where do you get your inspiration?
3: Beer <laughs> <laughs> and, grill.
2: <laughs> and grill. Most mostly beer. <laughs> mostly beer, huh? We oh, actually, oh. we actually. I think with Spammer, we spent when we wrote the script for the film. It, it, I think one of the things that was interesting when we did Zombie Casserole. Because um, that was the first script we'd ever written. Mm-hmm. And what happened was we finished everything, and then John and I realized, well, we wrote a play. And we filmed a play. And where, the, where it actually became filmmaking is when we got the camera involved and to help have that help show the story. And so we said, well, the next film we want to do, we want to make it visual. Mm-hmm. So there's less dialogue in that. And so when we wrote Spammer, it's only an eight-page eight page script, but we spent four months on it. Wow. Um, and we wanted to basically make this that everything that's in there has to be there. And whereas with Zombie Castrol, you might see many – like a page, there's like 20, 30 lines on it. Mm-hmm. Now there might be four lines in everything's description about wow. what we want to what we want to show. And so it's a – I think now we kind of said, well – we went from filming a play to now we're filmmaking because we now we're using film to show you a story. Hmm. You know, and it, it's a lot of that is silent movies. I mean, mm-hmm. you you don't have to have dialogue. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can if you can make something visually interesting and you can point people to get them to think, they actually would probably they, they get more engaged in the story, you know, because it's not being served up to them.
0: Yeah, kind of like reading between the lines. I can imagine yeah. that dinner, you know, the looks that people would be throwing around at each other. Um, next question. What kind of equipment do you use?
2: Yes.
3: Hit DJ, it up, John.
0: DJ Lexicon's dying and ask this question. <laughs> I can just
3: tell. Sure, sure. <laughs> so right, I can, Let's uh, have some
1: model numbers, some, <laughs> some brands. John's so all yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, and
3: yeah. And
0: he's going to go max out his credit cards. <laughs> so uh,
3: so uh, I... Had an interest in photography, so I already had a oh Canon yeah. 5D Mark II lying around. So them.
1: you're also a DSLR filmer, just like Johnny Woo. And it for the rest of us, so. we're just gonna nod and smile. <laughs> and
3: <laughs> Right, so we already had the. Is that full frame? It is full frame. It is full frame. Okay. Yes, absolutely full frame, nothing less. Yes. And so I, I had that. I had the tripod. The only thing I was missing was a shotgun mic. I got a road which you're holding mic. right now. I am indeed. Th- this one's yeah, a Sennheiser. Let's Sennhauser.
1: keep this an eye on him. He might, he might bring that. that, that <laughs> all.
3: You know what?
2: That's nicer than what we have. It, it is.
3: I, I, it's it an upgrade for my ntg two. <laughs> so I, I did have of the. Um, road uh, video mic, uh, we brought on board uh, to film some of our YouTube projects. But once we upgrade to Zombie Casserole, then that's when we got the NTG2 road shotgun mic. Uh, we piped the. Sound directly into the camera. Oh, okay. And that's where. That I was th- my next question. It right, was also used right. big, so, big mistake. So, oh, so really? We were, <laughs> we, were, we, were, we were taken out and beaten mercilessly by our audio Interesting. engineer. Now, fortunately, we did have an audio engineer, Spencer. Thank you, Spencer. Yes. Thank you very much. Spencer I am, Lerner. I, I am prostrating myself. You do not see this right now, but I am prostrating myself. <laughs> you saved skills.
1: our bacon. <laughs> so he really did some work on that yeah. uh, internal
3: uh, yeah. sound
1: recording there.
3: <laughs> and so we were unable to monitor the sound at that point in time, oh, well, which was that's uh, right. You cannot that, <laughs> right. So uh, that that was uh, something that we've it was all wrong. Move forward with, and we now now yeah. we do monitor sound. Uh, now we we do have a video monitor as well. Uh, we while the you know Canon five D Mark II did provide the you know one inch by one inch screen, it was insufficient to, to ensure that you had sharp focus so I, I, I did get an external monitor i did pipe that yeah. out uh we did get an external uh h4n zoom yep. recorder we piped that out and sanj has been doing the sound uh since then i've been doing the uh the video since then uh i have also upgraded uh from zombie casserole from the canon over to a uh, black magic uh 4k production camera and to our
1: listeners, if you recall, a year ago we were also talking about technical stuff. Oh yes, we exactly were exactly in the same venue. <laughs> yes, yes, we were. But with Cal, so. Cal
0: and Annette Lawless.
1: That's right. That's right. So for uh, for our listeners, uh, full frame means uh, what you see in your camera is exactly what's uh, taken. Because for all other cameras, if you know if you don't notice, there's like twenty to thirty percent missing when you're looking at a uh, DSLR camera, and you only. Notice that when you look at the pictures. <laughs> yeah, but
0: usually when you're watching a movie, you're just watching the movie. That's, right, that's right, that's so, right. At least I am. So.
1: That's right. And uh, we were talking about sound earlier. So, w- what we're talking about is you can actually record sound separate from the film, although the Canon DSLRs can record sound. But uh, what's the advantage of um, recording sound separately?
3: Well, it's a lot clearer. You can monitor it uh, separately entirely. Uh, you give uh, somebody else. Has responsibility for monitoring sound, while your camera person has responsible responsibility for monitoring video. Mm. So you can ensure if you're looking at the sound levels. For example, you want to avoid peaking. Yes. You want to uh, avoid if somebody is. You want to do a sound check ahead of time, and your sound person will monitor that. So they'll make sure that the sound does not exceed, uh, you know, minus six decibels at the highest peak otherwise you're going to get crackling you're yeah. going to get noise it's going to be yeah. di- get difficult to clean up in post and you you, you and the, 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 gun the gun most evil you. the <laughs> most evil detrimental words i've ever heard on set are let's clean it up in post Ooh, that's, yeah, that's, that's, a that's a long a, time <laughs> don't want <laughs> right. to do that yes. so i
1: i yeah. agree i don't i don't enjoy cleaning our interviews <laughs> well, what does well, that we, mean? we had
2: uh,
0: so what does it mean when you say clean post. up and post? I don't understand. That means after oh, clean up it like after. Yes, okay, okay, yes, like
2: mind. we clean up and all. Like you know, wouldn't uh, we swear? Sorry. <laughs> well, I think a really good example would be I was we were recently involved in the shoot, and we got out. You know, John and I got out there. And we start. We actually we were lucky because we had a lab mic, so we had a we had a wireless mic. So one of the main characters was speaking, so we at least had that. We were getting clear audio there. But the location was in the middle of a jet landing pattern. Oh, <laughs> and they also had a flight school right next to it. Oh my gosh. And so by this point, How I'm just you like, cleaned that up. <laughs>
3: You know what? That's not my problem. <laughs> there, there's uh, there's a magic effect called uh, ADR. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, actually, what I ended up doing was I there was the nice thing was there was very little dialogue other than there was it was a funeral scene. So there was a there, oh, was, okay. a, there was a there they had a preacher. You can replace that. We had that. we well we no we had him lav mic and that actually okay. came in very nicely. All right. But all the audio for everybody else because we were doing wide shots and there was movement and all those things you can't. You're not going to get the, uh, you know, the sound just doesn't, hmm. it just, you know, you the boom, you, you, when you're trying to keep the boom mic out of the shot and you've got all those angles, you just, you're not going to get good sound. And, you know, we got what we got, but then what I did was I said, well, okay, let's take all of the actors and after everything's done, I'm going to take them off to the side to a quiet area and it's still outdoors and it's in the same area. Now let's take your lines and let's record them right now. Right now. <laughs> and then, just then. do it. Just do it and get the same lines, and then theoretically theoretically they can they should be able to dub it, and then hopefully they won't have to try to you know engineer the sound because it was still
3: in the same kind of location you 're going to have the same acoustics and things like yeah. that so and i 'll give an example in recording video where we had some post cleanup where having a mantra would have helped. So we had the Canon 5D Mark II, and uh, you couldn't s- – while you could get the full frame of the sensor in the monitor, the monitor was so small that you couldn't see the full output. Of the sound? Of the of the video. Oh, of the video. Right. Oh, okay. So, because it's small. Uh, so we, we had a situation where there were a couple of light stains <laughs> that had gotten in the background, <laughs> and we just – you know, I – Mia Culpa, did not see that until post-production. Oh. So I ended up cleaning that up afterward, and that p- delayed our release for about a month. Wow. I was spending wow. copious amount of time Removing light stands on Removing <laughs> light <laughs> stands. Go yes, and I, would, I, and I would advise... In He's the man <laughs> to paint your light stands some fluorescent colors so they stand out in the background and become very obvious to you should they <laughs> creep into the scene. Let what app did you
1: use for, uh, for removing the light stand? Uh,
3: yeah, After Effects. After Effects. We we did a lot of rotoscoping uh, in the reverse, you know, where you know in uh, Star Wars, uh, you know, Lucas used rotoscoping for uh, the lightsabers. Well, oh, yeah. we use rotoscoping and After Effects to remove light stands. <laughs> so we're we're right up there with Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Hey, yeah. It's a yeah. technology used yeah. by Lucas. <laughs> but you
2: know where it gets really interesting is when people walk in front of those light stands. Oh. Because now you have to mix all of that, the person going oh, in front. No. Oh, So my the, God. So the
3: moral of the story, kids, is don't make the mistakes in the first place.
1: <laughs> and uh, learn After Effects.
3: Well, have After Effects <laughs>
2: available. Learn so After Effects, to. learn Audacity. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes.
1: Audacity, that's what I used to, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, yeah. so do So it's magic.
0: just a group of you guys together as friends who just shoot these films. You don't hire professionals or just people who've done it for a while to work for you. you it's, it's just...
2: It's beer occurring. Yeah, it's, it's like a the, yeah, you know, beer occurrence. Actually, actually that's, that's how we started. Mm-hmm. But when we did Zombie Casserole... You because know, everything we did up to that point was just like friends, it involved beer and that sort of thing. When we did this, we realized, okay, we need to actually have actors, we need to have makeup artists, we're going to, yeah, because we can't we can't do this, and uh, you know, we had our first uh, casting call, um you know, people came and they showed up. I mean, that actually surprised us. The people
3: actually showed up yeah. for, <laughs> for what I, we were doing. Well, I mean, right. if you're paying I, them and not yeah.
0: beer and actual money. I'm sure a lot yeah. of people
3: show. <laughs> well, right. I, I like to think of this uh, in the truest sense of crowdsourcing, in that you're you're uh, building on people's uh, volunteerism from our our cast: Andrew Prokrat, Dara Swisher, um, uh, Jesse Gruberg, uh, who else? Han Win. Han Wyn, uh, Sean Poston, Bob Sador. Uh, Baxter Gilfoyle, <laughs> um, we, Bruce Clifford, Bruce. How can we forget Bruce? He uh, <laughs> was our main zombie. <laughs> <laughs> the main zombie. Uh, we, we had uh, Alicia Abby, uh, Derek Miller, uh, who are our our makeup artists. They all contributed. You know, while it, certainly we wrote the script along uh, with uh, Barra, we we had another sc- uh, scriptwriter. But while we were driving it forward, we had a a host of people helping us out. It was by no means a singular effort. This was a team effort by every stretch of the word.
0: That is amazing. Yeah,
2: because I I remember, I mean, because you have to realize that John and I went from having like maybe three of us on a set you know, and then when we did this film, I mean, it's a zombie film, so you have to have a horde. And so, you know, you get the that's where the friends and everybody comes in, <laughs> you know, and, and, and it was really cool because the day we did that, um, we were in, we were we shot a bunch of it at John's house. We were we were in the backyard and it was a sunny like November afternoon. And so all the makeup was being done there. And so everybody's out in the sun. They're all getting made up as zombies. <laughs> yeah. We got all the blood and we had, stopped traffic. Yes.
3: Oh. Yes. Wow. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, this was right on my front lawn of my house, on my porch, and here we have a couple of cars stopping to see what was going on, and we tried to explain to them that this was, you know, the next season of The Walking Dead. <laughs> 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 oh my hey, people
1: believe
2: anything. <laughs>
1: oh, These yeah. people are probably waiting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, where's that scene? Where's the scene? What, what are you yeah. doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's
3: great. Yeah. When does that weed yeah. whacker come into play? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of it is, you know, the, you know, it's people want to do this stuff, and it's like you have to, like, you know, the one of the things I think that really made, you know, makes our film work is, you know, I go back to the, you know, the guy that chewed us out, you know, Spencer. He, you know, for the sound. He, but he fixed all of it. But one mm. of the things I think that was really cool was that, um Spencer and I go way back. I mean we were like in high school and we were we were like in a punk band back in the oh, early 80s awesome. and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And you know, he was a guitar player and stuff and he's always been making this music and we're it's always like you know, he he does what he does but he's always making music and it's only listened to by me and a couple of friends and then when John and I started making the films we were like we got to deal some we got to deal with music how the hell do we do that because That's we, we right. don't want to put right. a bunch
3: of like public domain crap on there yep. mm-hmm. and then I said wait I think I know someone that'll help us and he and was he was yeah. absolutely fantastic yeah. uh, in fact the opening song to Zombie Casserole was on the 2013 Dr. Demento Halloween playlist no yeah. way I'm googling yeah. that and <laughs>
1: Dr.
2: Demento what, yeah and what what I thought was really cool about it was you know before he'd been doing the mu- he we'd ask him for music so he'd just do custom music for us then we would just kind of throw it in the films and then what happened was on this film he said I want to score this mm. and we're like really he's like no I want to take this film and I actually want to score a movie oh there you go and so so he got full credit yeah our no our 28 minute film is fully scored Nice. Original music all the way through it. And it's
3: just like. In fact, I, I'd venture yeah. to say that's one of the best features of the film. Yes, is, is the music.
2: Wow. Yeah, I mean, he, everything's original. It's all. It, it was all done specifically for the film. So it was like, this is cool. Nice. And he's but still working with you guys. Yeah. yeah, and 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 the thing is, is like his music now. By working on these films, you know, helping us with these films, it's getting heard by people. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that that makes me happy, you know, because the guy is, like, incredibly talented, you know, and this stuff's now going out there. And I'm just like, oh, my God, this is cool.
0: <laughs> and um, we're actually going to take a break right now. And when we come back, DJ Alexicon is going to do his corner. And that's right. And announce some upcoming events. Correct.
1: I do to make you understand
2: you mean everything to me. Don't have the strength to say. Give this heart of mine a chance.
0: and we are back with Asiatown Voice. My name is Yintang, my host name is Bossy Lady, and I'm here with DJ Alexicon, whoop, whoop. and our special guest Sanj. Hey,
2: how are you doing?
0: And John.
2: Uh. <laughs> and that's, that's his that's zombie zone. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We were talking to them earlier about their uh, zombie films, that, uh, that was their earlier films, and it sounds like you're still continuing zombie films as well.
2: Now well now we're going more into like I said HP Lovecrafts now we're going in
3: now we're involving tentacles. <laughs> oh nice. Nice. Well we've also uh since we've yeah. uh, filmed some Castro we've gotten involved with other filmmakers as well. We've uh, provided uh sound and video services for a number of other people and, and and a few other projects too.
0: Okay. Now are you guys um you said you weren't from the Cleveland area?
3: Um Yeah, we're we're from Philly. Okay, that's right. right. right.
0: Sorry, I couldn't remember. So you said that you're from Philadelphia. What is it like for the uh, indie film scene out there?
3: Yes, right. Well, we're stuck between uh, New York and DC, and we do have an active theater scene. Uh, Philadelphia. uh, It may be surprising to a few people. I hope it's not that Philadelphia does have a very active uh, acting. And filmmaking community mm-hmm. and uh, we have people that come in from new york uh, that also act in new york or dc mm-hmm. we're right on the northeast corridor so we're we're apparently centrally located and there is an active uh, indie filmmaking scene mm-hmm. and uh, I, I think sanj has had the uh, distinction of having interacted with uh, m night Shyamalan, who happens Ooh, to live really? in the area.
1: not in, in our voice. was it for though? avatar <laughs>
2: Oh, all right. Well,
1: because right. M Night only has a <laughs> few films, so we can
2: guess. No, <laughs>
1: <laughs> like three or four. Well,
2: they're all like pretty
1: much. I got the. I
2: was his dummy for his black belt test. Well, oh, <laughs> I, 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 basically I got to basically hang out with. This him is for work. real life, right? The, yeah. No. Oh,
0: so this isn't film related.
2: Not film. No. Oh, okay. He just right. he just hit me. <laughs> <laughs> does he
1: does he eat hard or does he eat like uh no he eats he eat <laughs> <hit> hard <laughs> <All> <laughs> right. it, was, it was good he deserved that black
2: belt y- yeah okay <laughs> yeah no so
0: you're at the you guys train at the same dojo
2: no as a, a friend of mine was uh, is his uh, karate instructor and so what happened was uh, they you were getting him ready for his test and it was like we need somebody to work with him and it was like hey Sanj. You want to do this? I was like, "Sure, why not?" Could you could oh, you put that a stunt work in your resume? <laughs> no, wow. I just I just like to get hit. <laughs> it might be a fetish or something. Yes, like that. yes, probably, perhaps.
0: <laughs> but I mean, did you get to talk to him? Yeah. W- is he cool? Nice yeah, no, he's, a, you? no <laughs> he's no,
2: he's a he's a really nice guy. I okay. mean, does it, he have
1: other stuff to talk about besides his films?
0: And did he pass his test?
1: Did he pass his? <laughs> test? Yeah, he passed his
2: test. He's you know there. You know, we talk, you know, is we talk about kids. I mean, he's got daughters. Wow. I've got I got I got a I got a daughter. I mean, we we talk, we you know, it was just it was just interesting, just hanging out and talking and Did, did
1: talking you talk about. to him before or after the test? Cuz I don't want to mingle with people that I'm going to hit,
2: you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: going to feel awkward I, I talked to him. I talked to him before, I talked before. to him after. <laughs> I think what some people might want to know is if you got a couple of hits in for the happening.
1: Yes. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's noted. no! Loaded, no, no, loaded. no, no. <laughs> I was, I was, I was,
2: I was on the receiving end of my. <laughs> I loved that. I liked so. it, Phil. I did like it. I the ending, it I
0: wasn't.
1: The so ending sure. was
2: kind
3: of. I like yeah. It. I'll just yeah. say, I don't like the ending. I think I it deserved it. an uppercut at least. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> what did you not like about it? I,
3: I, I felt that it didn't have any central core or theme. It was just uh, running. <laughs> um, uh, it, I didn't feel like it had much of a plot.
1: Hmm.
0: I can see that. I can definitely see that. Yeah, I mean, towards the end, I kind of understand what was happening, but you're right. It's just a bu- bunch of small groups of people running, running, being fearful. Yeah. So.
1: but Avatar is different.
0: I will not. <laughs> <laughs> My heart is broken. Sure, <laughs> <he's> don't even <laughs> get started. But he is. He is a really great filmmaker. Yeah. I loved a lot of his films. So he's very talented. Yeah. But um. I had a question I just forgot. Brain fart. <laughs> yes. I, I <laughs> this just happens brain to point. us, this by happens, the way. This happens yeah.
2: quite a bit. Sometimes I have a notepad,
0: but sometimes
1: I Post don't processing. have a notepad with me. So,
2: <laughs>
0: um, so uh, you're presenting a film here. Are yeah. you speaking at any of the uh, lectures
3: here?
2: No. We're, we're, we're just... We're just going to be in the audience, I guess. If they if they do Liars. a Q and A, we'll be, a,
3: yeah, we'd be we be happy to do a Q and A. We'll just a we'll
2: basically sit in the back and hope that people laugh. Oh, so long your film
1: hasn't shown uh, hasn't uh, been shown yet.
3: Oh, it's been it's been shown it's been shown, but it's
2: never it hasn't been shown here yet.
1: Oh, I mean in here in here not yeah. yet.
3: Yeah, okay. Well, it, well, truth be told, it has been shown in this hotel at the. Horror Hotel Film Festival. Oh that yeah, a few e- Earlier, a few weeks and, earlier. And so that it, it was shown then, but we w- did not have the opportunity to attend.
1: Yeah, because those oh. are different audiences.
0: Yeah, yeah, I do like horror films. They're some of my favorite. Um, Very cool. Yeah, I what kind of horror have to films? Stop by. I I don't like the slasher ones. I like the supernatural ones. Mm. Yeah, supernatural like ones scare the crap out of me. Like, the, uh, <laughs> like,
3: like the atmospheric horror, like George Georgie Scott's The Changeling. Like, if I go
0: to sleep, something's gonna come and spirit me away, yeah. <laughs> oh. so I don't
3: sleep.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> but you know, I, I kind of enjoy being scared. It Reminds me of human, right? Or am I just a little bit crazy?
1: No, know. A lot of people have different preference for scare. I, I, I know someone who likes slasher for for her. That's like her horror.
0: Yeah, slash horror just seems cheesy. Yeah, I like zombie is, it films is, it too, it is. though. Um, but Paranormal Activity, the I, I usually don't get scared with horror movies. I, like, that the, I like the I like the horror
2: films that make me uncomfortable. What do you mean? Well, yeah, explain explain further in that. Like, if you start to go to films like, like if I like my personal favorite genre of films is the Italian cannibal films. From the 1970s. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. old oh, school. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm way. But a, you know, those logos. are based from Cesar Ramirez, uh, right? Yes. I, I well, the, you know, a lot of that stuff. Uh, you know, the, the. You know, honestly, I look at a lot of a lot of those films, and they're they're way out there. But if you start to look at the early Tarzan films, yeah, you know they. Sh- now, you know they show the close-ups of the talking about Johnny Weissmiller. Stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you watch those, films. I'm revealing my age. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously though, if you watch those films and then you watch these films, it's like they're not really that different. It's like these, you know, some of the ones like I mean, the big ones, Cannibal Holocaust, and so. I mean, I'm actually, you know, like there, there's the there's the that movie coming. that's supposed to be coming out. Eli Roth. I think there's the Green Inferno. Inferno. I've been like waiting so much for that film, and now it just got yeah. pulled out of pulled out of. Uh, it got pulled out. Of, it got pulled out of release or something. But those films, I mean, they're not that different. But I think the thing about those films is they just—you know—now you have. It's not just zombies eating people. It's people eating people.
0: Yeah, that <laughs> people is uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> but wait, yeah. isn't there a law against that?
1: Yeah, isn't that but
2: not like the jungle?
0: <laughs>
1: not <films>. not, not <laughs> the jungle. No. Okay. Oh, all right. All right. All right. Yeah.
3: I'd like to recommend a, a book out to uh, a, a few people that are into the horror genre. Uh, I have not; I, I am not associated with it, but I enjoy it. Shock value. It talks about how the horror scene uh, had changed in the 1960s and into the 70s from the universal horror monsters, you know, mm-hmm. Dracula, Wolf, uh, the the Wolfman, yeah. um, Frankenstein, into what may be considered, you know, modern horror with, you know, uh, the slasher films like Halloween, mm-hmm. um, Freddy. Uh, r- Actually, right. yeah,
0: those are pretty scary. But even know. even
3: pre uh, Freddy, there was uh, seminal a couple of seminal films, uh, Rosemary's Baby, yes. that took the horror out of like the countryside, yes. out of the Transylvanian countryside, and brought it into an apartment building in in the middle of New York in Manhattan. So now you, you've got this nexus of evil now taking place very in, interesting because, in the uh, middle of civilization.
1: There's a Rosemary's Babies uh, series Why on I, TV. I didn't know. Yeah. On TV. I think it was limited. It's not a full season, but very. Uh, uh, it's a series. Yeah, miniseries. And also, uh, I'd like to mention, sound plays a lot. In, oh, yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, right? Well, like you were talking about the uh, the par- you know paranormal activity, the supernatural stuff. It's the stuff. sound. It's the it sound. Was, That's like, what drives it? those films. I don't think there was any soundtrack to it?
1: it was oh, just you, just you, you just don't. You just don't notice it. Oh, really? Is it Try that watching also? it with the, with the volume <laughs> off. Yeah, and
2: there's no shock value. There's yeah. no yeah. horror. No, it's it's, it's like really just watching. And then, you, then when you turn on the, it's like volume. When, when the ghost comes across the screen yeah. and stuff. You have then. to have like those. <laughs> wrong, yeah, you got to have those wrong <laughs> chords and stuff like this stuff that just makes your spine creep. Yeah, I mean, that's, that that's the one there.
1: that makes my body react
2: to that. Yeah. To the sound
1: effects. You
3: could make the argument that Halloween, the original Halloween, yeah. Uh, would not be the same movie without the soundtrack. I, yeah. I would, I would challenge you yeah. to watch the film and then watch it on mute. And it's yes, that's, that's what experience. I was
1: saying. Well, watch, watch a horror f- film on mute, and you will see what uh, we're trying to, to talk well, about. Well, I mean, the
0: most of it was like what people being thrown around. That was a sound. Doors being slammed shut. Yeah. I, was there any? There was any music. There's here. some was, background music. Is it is really? Yes. Oh, there is. Oh. <laughs> I, that, I'm not a filmmaker. Because you're so already, not you're not already
1: scared <laughs> and in fear. <laughs> 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 I'm
0: just like oh. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so that's me. But, um, okay, so this, uh, I was talking to you guys earlier, and you said that filmmaking is kind of like a hobby. And, uh, I know Sanj told me that he has a day job. Would you mind talking a little bit about it?
2: I'm the head of technology for a software company. There you go. That's what I do.
1: That's <laughs> why, uh, me and Sanj relate to each other I'm yeah. uh, in mean, IT also.
0: <laughs> and what about you, John?
3: And I'm also a software architect, so I do a lot of hand-waving in front of whiteboards, that sort of thing. We're nerds. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
0: So then what, um, I mean, obviously it was over beer, but, I mean, you're both doing very, I don't want to say, like, left-brain kind of work, but it it sounds that way. What kind of uh, inspired you to do something that's filmmaking, which a lot of people consider as art?
2: Because we love it. You have the I passion that's, for it, right? That's, I really think that's the bottom line is we love it.
3: Well, I can, I can also shed some light on that. I, I think that from a cinematography perspective, it's a good example of a mix between both uh, artistry and technology. You have to understand how to work with the camera, how to get the settings, of course. But in order to get a good shot, you need to be able to understand how to put together and compose a cinematic scene. So it's a wonderful composition and, um, and commingling of both art and technology, if you will.
1: And um, both of you went to film school or no?
2: No.
3: We're completely Great. self-taught. Great. So um,
1: that should serve as an inspiration to our listeners. You just have to do it, right? You
2: know, you, something else I want to point out, too, is that the experience that John and I have, because we, you know, I've been in the software business for, um, I'm getting close to almost 30 years. Wow. And, you know, you, you the, the same skills that it takes to run big projects and things like it's that. the same. Yeah. I mean, when you work on a film, you have to coordinate this, and you got to, all the things are going to happen. You still have to manage timelines, budget. Time, it's exactly the same. Right. It's, it's project management. Yeah. Hmm. yeah you know and that's that's something that you know both of us have a lot of experience at so when we translate that into film it's like you know we have what we want to get shot in a certain day and it's going to get done mm-hmm. you know by hook or by crook and we've learned when we're going to stress people and stuff like that well maybe next time we won't try to shoot like a dinner scene at night with like five people You're learning. You're learning many as different you go. angles <laughs> well maybe we were a little we, we were a little you know, we got a little overboard on that one
1: <laughs> Let me ask you, know, you guys this. Uh, name your uh, three favorite films of all time. Doesn't matter what genre it is. Sorry, John?
3: Well, uh, one that comes to mind is uh, Shawshank Redemption.
1: Oh, Ryan. yeah.
3: I'm going to start crying.
1: Yes. Cannibal-
3: oh, that's only one.
2: That's only one. Right. Yeah, he needs right. to think about the other two. I'm going to do all three right, right now. Do it. Cannibal <laughs> Holocaust, Dawn of the Dead, Meet the Feebles. Oh. Meet the Feebles is Peter Jackson's first film. Hmm. Huh. Evil Puppets.
3: <laughs> okay, to okay
1: listeners, that. Meet <laughs> the Feebles. It's an amazing
3: movie. <laughs> i had to go with uh, Indiana Jones um, and the Temple of Doom. Oh,
1: okay. That's, All right. Uh,
3: that was one of the first films I've seen in a theater, and uh, that left an indelible impression.
1: And in the near
3: third? And that one I'll have to – I've already chopped out. one. Uh, i I uh, give you number yeah. four: Spinal Tap. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no it, it wouldn't have to be Spinal Tap. Uh, it would. It would have to be something that I, I think left an impression. I don't know that it would necessarily be a favorite film in terms of cinematography or a, 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 in terms of theme, but something that had left an indelible mark on me. Yeah. Was Poltergeist? Oh. Because I think I saw it at a time when I, I, I was I, I was an you know 80s child. Right, and so I don't think it's the sort of film where you would see it as an adult and it would make a an impression. But I think I was the right age, yeah, to yeah. see it. I was
1: young too when I saw that one,
3: and it was a <laughs> creepy. There were two <laughs> elements to it that really made an impression on me, and it was the clown that was under the bed, mm. and I still hate clowns to this day. <sighs> oh. And it was the tree. Like the it? <laughs> him and clowns. The it, yes. I despise, it's all about him and clowns. I despise clowns. <laughs> I will not abide clowns. And there was a tree in the backyard that tried to eat the kid. And I yes. had this yes. tree in the in backyard growing up. So whenever there was a thunderstorm, I would look at it suspiciously. <laughs> Lock your window. You're, you're watching it. <laughs> That's right. I have my eye on you. I'm watching <laughs> the, tree. the don't, tree. Don't come in here. <laughs>
1: Clown, but yeah, for a while after watching poltergeist Guys, there were a few weeks where I stopped wa- staying up late and watching TV. So I, I never wanted to be caught alone by by the living room watching the TV because it's static.
3: Right, <laughs> it had a, it had an anachronism, right? That TV would go off at a certain time. Yeah, in like, the poster, like, there's
1: uh, like a child sitting yeah. in the TV yeah. in front of a TV. <laughs>
2: You know, one of the first times growing up in the Northwest that I was actually in an earthquake, and this was a small one. I mean, this was like a little baby earthquake, but what happened is I'm watching uh I was watching one of the uh Christopher Lee Dracula films, mm, yeah. and they were doing this scene where they where he was doing this whole thing and there was this there was lightning and all this stuff, and all of a sudden I was like the couch is moving. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking at it. Oh I see God. the, I see the like the cabinet doors are in front of the TV are starting to shake, and I'm like, what the hell's going on? I'm like, I'm in an earthquake. Yeah, <laughs> this is while well, cool. watching. A Poltergeist, but <laughs> <Yeah. an actual. laughs> I go grab the cross and be like, no, no way, ghost. <laughs> that was cool. I but thought that was fun.
0: DJ Lexicon, I think you really want to tell us your three favorite films. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's that's tough. But the very first, uh, I'm gonna narrow it down. The very first film I saw as a kid was Zorro by Alain Delon. <laughs> that's my very very first film that I saw, and then uh, the Godfather series. And um, I think uh, there's a lot there's a lot of uh, films going on in my mind because I watch a lot. But I think Apocalypse Now.
2: That's that's a great <laughs> movie. Yeah.
3: And and Zorro. There's a little bit of trivia that Bob uh, Kane, who wrote, who uh, was the uh, creator of Batman, uh, ins- was inspired by the da- Batpole. Oh. from the novel of Zorro. Ah, yeah. So but if there was no Zorro, there might not have ever been a Batman. Batman. <laughs> have you seen the, re- the Redux version of Apocalypse
2: Now? Yes, I have that on Blu-ray. That's amazing. Yes, yes. That, that is just insane You haven't seen that film. yet?
1: I've
0: seen parts Apocalypse of it. but I've never saw the whole thing through. See, it's, it's very <laughs> disturbing.
1: Well, I mean,
2: it's, it's <laughs> just. Well, just Marlon Brando, Brando was excellent
3: in the end He was disturbing. insane. <laughs>
1: he was a very insane <laughs> person. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. And there was that
3: time. scene with the ox getting killed. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. That was... That's the Philippine carbo. Philippine Carbaugh. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But that goes, that goes back to the Italian cannibal films. They kill, they kill the animals on film, and then they ate them well, later. Yes.
0: Speaking uh. of ox and beef hearts, have you guys ever heard of Korean barbecue?
2: Yes, I have. <laughs> and it's wonderful. <laughs> and it is absolutely fabulous.
0: Well, I, I, I was using it as a segue to my next question. What is your favorite Asian dish?
1: Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Well, <laughs> oh, there's so many.
3: See, it's a tough question.
1: It's a tough. Even the films are tough. But come on, narrow it down.
3: (laughs) Your favorite Asian? Well, there's there's a local restaurant that uh, uh, near work that I happen to like. Uh, It ping pong. Believe it or not, it's it's (laughs) called ping pong. Ping pong. It's it's the bomb. And (laughs) and they they serve these hot pots. Oh. uh, Oh, And I I love the lamb hot pot. That's just you know a mix of meat and vegetables and, and Sichuan peppers mm. and it comes w- uh, with a flame underneath. Mm. So it's on fire when it comes to the table. Alright. So and Philly
1: ping pong. Philly, Philly ping, pong. ping pong. It's it's, it's, it's just outside yes.
3: Philadelphia. It's in the burbs where you wouldn't where you would least expect it.
0: <laughs> so it's like one of those hidden gems. Yes. yes.
2: yes. Yeah. I right. like yeah. you, Sanj? um It's the family cooking when I go back to India. Mm. I mean, that's that's it. <laughs> you can't. I, ha- I had. Like house. you like masala. It, it's I'm kind of curries. The, the, honestly, the best stuff was my my uh, aunt back in India uh, when I was growing up, and she's passed away. She would make these prawns uh, that from Goa. King, yeah, is <laughs> the, 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 the king prawns. And they were done with a with the family spice mix, and the, you get the masala. It's done as a stir fry, mm. and you basically crack the shells on these things. This red oil would come out of it. I mean, Ooh. it's just these things were hot, and that stuff. I, I mean, it, it, the thing is, is like you can't find that in restaurants. You're talking about and, the
1: uh, like the king prawns <clears throat>
2: this big, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the ones, a foot, a the, one, the ones, that, the ones that are like the size of your yes. forearm. Yes, yes, oh yes, yes. Yes, I've
1: seen this in TV, yeah. and it's not available yeah. here. You, yeah. can't, you can't
2: get that stuff. Uh, and, but it's like a giant shrimp, you know, but extended what, body. But what what it is is <laughs> there's you know, it, it, and it's not really one dish. There's the, it's the recipes for my family. Um, Those <clears> are hard to duplicate and hard. No, to, you you can't <laughs> find and and I you know like a couple of months ago, I was in. I had a cousin is. Uh, son was uh graduating from medical school and so they, we had a gap you know kind of got the family together out in uh, charleston in south carolina and one of my cousins that knows my aunt's daughter she made help make a bunch of the food and there was some goat curry and as soon as i got mm-hmm. one bite of the goat curry that brought back so many memories and it was just like this is this is the food yeah goat you know, curry is, is one
1: of my favorite too
2: this is it so i mean it, that's you know, when I talk, about what's, what's my favorite food? It's my family's food. Oh, yeah. That's that's it. You know, you can't find it in a restaurant.
0: Well, uh, we want to thank both of you gentlemen for coming in here and doing this interview with us today.
3: Well, thank you. We thank had you. a great time. Yeah. No, this is
2: awesome.
0: And uh, any last words, DJ Lexicon?
2: Uh,
1: to our listeners, watch The 100-Foot Journey. It's a film about uh, two restaurants. And I, I thought about it because Sanj started yeah. uh, explaining his uh, story.
0: Well, gentlemen, enjoy the rest of the indie gathering and listeners, thank you very much and tune in next week to Asia Town Voice.
2: See ya. Cheers. <laughs>